0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And today is a special episode because it's finally... No, I'm just kidding. No, we're not there yet. But (laughs) no Hobbs, no Shaw, no Vin Diesel, not yet. It's actually our 100th episode. So, Ken...
1: Oh so man. It's not one out of a uh so it's not one out of a million. It's more like one out of a hundred. It, it, it is one out of a hundred, man. It, dude, it's
0: been a long road to get here. Long like it's almost like we went a sixth of the way back and then have to drive all the way all the way back. In the
1: wrong direction.
0: We're already getting started because it's a one, it's a special episode because we get to it's our 100th episode, but also because we're going to be talking about one of our favorite movies. And we're going to be talking all, about of it. Of all
1: time. Yeah, of, all, of time, all time. yeah,
0: Full stop. And we're going to be talking about it again here on the show. And that movie is Dumb and Dumber, 1994, starring Jim Carrey and uh, Jeff Daniels. Man. And to remind you all, the last time we talked about this movie online was episode one one on the podcast. Yes. So uh in preparation for this episode, episode one hundred, me and Ken actually l- listened to episode one and uh it it was something.
1: It was something. <laughs> um, it was something.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> what what were your thoughts on listening to us a hundred ninety nine
1: episodes ago? Oh man! Well, just uh, kind of give uh, put everything in perspective. I looked up the the official date uh, that we released episode one. It was August third of twenty twenty. So now it's nearly three years ago now, mm-hmm. um, where where we've had all of these episodes. Obviously, we have uh, we've had our uh, alt alternate show, the newsreel, uh, but. To have now the 100th episode of our main show is just mind-blowing to me. I honestly didn't think it would happen, uh, just because I know how busy our schedules have been. But for me, I don't know if anyone has noticed, but from the get-go, 100 is such a milestone, so much so that I had a random goal of, I don't know if you noticed on our episode titles, I named it ep, and then it's always three digits because it was always going to be ep001, then it became ep039, and then really with the hopes of us reaching triple digits. We are officially now an ep100, so just random aside there. But to answer your question, when I was listening to episode one yesterday at work during my lunch, I was about maybe 10 to 15 minutes in and the first thing I do is text Jeremy. I'm like, "Bro, I am cringing so hard listening to myself." Honestly, I'm like, uh, "How did we make it to episode 100? We should have just stopped after episode one." <laughs> Technically,
0: episode one was our second episode that we recorded. Yeah, the one that we actually recorded. The first ever recorded was just has not been released.
1: Yeah. Yes, we have a test episode that's been unreleased. On we a may different still... Movie. A different movie. Yeah. We, we still may release that in the future. <laughs> I'm afraid to listen to that. If, if
0: that first Dumb and Dumber recording was any indication, I am very scared
1: <laughs> to listen yeah. to that other recording. Well, first of all, it was nearly double the length it was like uh an hour and 40 minutes or whatever i mean we've since topped that but i mean we've had guests we've had movies where we had a lot to talk about met but it was us two for an hour and 40 minutes on that test episode and we're not even counting that prologue episode where it was like our intro to ourselves mm-hmm. as podcasters for that 10 minute episode or whatever but man uh that was really my first impression was dude i'm cringing so hard jeremy <laughs> Why are we listening to this one again?
0: <laughs> now we had to like I, did, I obviously didn't want to retread too much stuff in this episode right. just same. because I feel like I always gravitate towards the same like scenes or same quotes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll do some of that because it's not a long movie, right? But we'll do our best. My reaction, though, man, <laughs> the first. 10 minutes, <laughs> I think, of that episode. Oof. I don't know why we were talking like that.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, really, my real, my second first thought, well, not to you, but I was like, dude, spit it out. I just kept rambling. I was like, dude, shut up. <laughs> just, I mean,
0: you had some pretty good transitions. I think because everything was like very... Sh- structured written down like almost word for word (laughs) so it's like it's horrible i just remember our tones you can tell we were so nervous (laughs) Mm -hmm. um in the beginning that first 10 minutes where we're trying to break it out of our shell was like the hardest
1: oh that was so difficult but all this to say is like, hey, if you know, for those who are listening to this episode right now, if you're thinking about doing a a podcast, just do it. Because I feel like the only way you get better is just hitting that record button, just repeating and you just get a little bit more comfortable. I mean, we eventually got more comfortable. So um obviously for me, I edit our podcast, so I I've listened to us progress Mm -hmm. (laughs) through 100 main episodes now and obviously all the ones that we did on the newsreel and uh, you could definitely hear us kind of settle in a little bit more
0: yeah i mean we're not perfect still Mm -hmm. i think uh you know i i still don't get things right but (laughs) and i forget a lot of things that happen in movies still but the progress that we've made and the people that we've been able to talk to through this podcast. And uh, sometimes when we go to like different parties or uh, talk to some friends, like, Hey, I actually listened to that episode of the podcast. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what people actually (laughs) listen to it. (laughs) Yeah. So it's fun. It is. It is. All right. But, Unfortunately, we don't have the original ritual here on the podcast, for now at least, because we actually have the brand new ritual here. If this is your first episode ever listening to us, and it just so happens to be episode 100, thank you for being here. But our podcast ritual for this week is going to be based on Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part (laughs) 1 trailer. (laughs) Man, they got a... Shorten that, but they're not going to. So, the new trailer for Dead Reckoning part one <laughs> came there out this morning. And, uh, I guess initial thoughts can because they so far, every time I went to theaters, they always had like the teaser trailer playing. Mm-hmm. And so, this is the full fledged trailer now. So, what'd
1: you think of this one? I feel like it was part two of the trailer uh, of the <laughs> teaser trailer. And I Love that fact because, again, it didn't seem like, well, they didn't straight up reveal any plot points. They just had, they picked a certain dialogue where it's more generic, I think, Mm -hmm. because I feel like Tom Cruise intentionally wanted the plot of Dead Reckoning Part 1 and I'm guessing Part 2 eventually will be such a, crazy, large-scale espionage thriller that he doesn't want us to be able to piece it all together. That's one of the things that we were just talking about offline right before we recorded and how uh, I think both of us, and no offense to Eric Voss and the team at New Rockstars, we both have not been watching as much of that channel because they do such a good Mm. job of breaking stuff down that it kind of takes away from the enjoyment a little bit because uh, a lot of the times they will speculate to the point where it's like, oh, that is a good point, and then when it actually does happen, it's like, oh, kind of, kind of messes me up in terms of like the natural reaction when it comes to that sort of thing. And so I feel like Tom Cruise is aware of how like YouTube is, all all the uh, social medias like Instagram and and TikTok now. And all the fan speculation that he just doesn't want to put it out there. And so he's been very intentional about just, here, here's some action scenes. Just enjoy enjoy it for what it is.
0: Yeah, I had two kind of reactions to this. One was happy that we didn't get anything particularly crazy revealed or anything like that. Like you said, I'm kind of like you. I don't want to go into it. I want to go into it not knowing anything. And, <laughs> but some of it was kind of a generic, like Luther, what's your objective, Ethan? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, it's like one of those lines. But then again, I don't know. It did feel like the teaser trailer again. And I don't know, nothing particularly got me excited for it i think you know we got some more shots of different characters but it's pretty much like the same shots as the first teaser trailer and that was but just extended (laughs) so yeah that was kind of disappointing for me but the question i want to throw out for this trailer was is there a character you are most curious about once you saw this trailer because there are some new ones and there's some Uh, shots, I guess, of previous characters that it's like, huh, what are they doing now? Or what are they up to?
1: I mean, uh, man, I don't want to give, I don't want to spoil yours, because I was kind of curious about uh, Agent Carter, but Mm -hmm. to answer your question, um, I wanted to mention, I don't even know who the actor is that plays him. He just looks like a cross between Chris Pine and George Clooney and a little (laughs) Hispanic. Yeah. That guy, the guy with the white looking hair, I'm hoping that he is as good of a villain as Solomon Lang or um, Henry Cavill. Oh, Who did he, who'd he name, uh, being? L- John Lark? John Lark, yeah. Spoiler so- <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> for Fallout.
0: I think you basically hit the nail on the coffin. That's mine as well, basically. Yeah. I have the actor's name, uh, what, how do you pronounce his name, Esai Morales, and I mm-hmm. put him and Haley Atwell's character, because I felt like Haley Atwell's character is almost, it's like, huh, it's kind of a retread
1: of Rebecca Ferguson's character, right. so I bet she's going to be bad. <laughs> uh,
0: that's how well, I feel.
1: she may be connected to uh, Kittredge, I feel like. Mm. Kittredge, like, again, we don't know exactly if he's, um, because I think they're doing a too, I don't want to say too much of a job. I think they're trying to make it seem like he's Tom Cruise's foil again, similar to in the first one. Mm-hmm. But really, they're kind of on the same side, but maybe with just differing philosophical ways of actually doing stuff. But I feel like her number, one, his number one agent is Haley Atwell's character. Okay. But that's just speculation on my part, just from the two teaser, basically two two, teaser trailers that we've seen.
0: I feel like it's either she's going to be bad or she's going to die pretty early on. (laughs) That's my guess.
1: Is that uh, the fact that we haven't really seen her on both uh, mean? Do you think she'll get the uh, Sawyer from loss treatment? Yeah.
0: Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe to not that extent. (laughs) More like dies at the end of. The first act or the beginning of the second, mm. something like that. Mm. Not the first scene. <laughs> like uh, uh Josh Holloway, but yeah, Josh Holloway. Um, yeah, I was
1: like, wait, what's his name
0: again? <laughs> so I think the, the main, the, the white haired guy, uh, the side Morales's character. Cause uh, I watched him on the show Titans and he played mm-hmm. Deathstroke, Slade Wilson. Ooh. And he actually was a, pretty good villain in there so i'm excited to see what he he does against tom cruise
1: ooh yeah well i mean this is part 1 of assuming at least part 2 i think he's got to do enough so that he gets featured again in, in a second one you would think unless they try to and uh, unless they reveal a bigger bad at the end of the first one to set up the second one mm. but i doubt that they would do that i hope they do i feel don't. like yeah I feel like he would be like Solomon Lang, where uh, Solomon Lane, Lane. Solomon Lane, yeah. Sorry, Um, where he got featured in Rogue Nation and eventually in Fallout.
0: Mm -hmm. I think they should keep him for both, just Mm because, like I don't know, like Thanos, where he's in Infinity War and in Endgame. Mm -hmm. I
1: think Mm -hmm.
0: there's a stronger connection there.
1: I agree, and then there's that continuity, especially since it is Dead Reckoning Part One and. part two. Um, But to add a third name to that, I'm kind of curious how they expand on Vanessa Kirby's character, just because Mm. they revealed that she is related to Max from the first one again. Um, So I like how they're bringing like some of the earlier movies uh, and connecting it to some of these later movies, even though it feels like really the only ones that are really connected are the last, three and now it'll be the last four
0: yeah yeah i did not expect her to come back in this one so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm also curious on how obviously mission impossible always gets so convoluted it's like who's tied to who what's (laughs) happening but (laughs) somehow it all kind of makes sense kind of like 85 percent usually connects by the end of the movie so
1: hopefully it's good hopefully hopefully plus we get tom cruise running so yeah. That's all that the really hallway. There was a couple hallway <laughs> ones too. I'm like, oh. Wait, is that an old one? Oh wait, no, it's a new one. Yeah. It's like it's just a different angle. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Ken, you know what we didn't have ninety-nine episodes ago? Uh
1: uh, I don't know, confidence. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm,
0: coughs> dang it, I was just hoping you were gonna say like I don't know, you know that song with the ninety nine problems. Oh, (laughs) but but a but a bitch ain't one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said it. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently, also ninety nine episodes ago, we didn't have TikTok. (laughs) So, oh yeah, you're right.
1: We just recently got that. (laughs) Oh crap.
0: Well, on our TikTok, guys, if you want to follow us on TikTok, we're at Weekly Real Pod, right there. We're gonna have some movie, TV review videos. I promise, stuff, thing, stuff is coming to TikTok.
1: I'm actually going to edit a video tonight. I mean, we're recording this on a Wednesday night. It should be ready the next day. And so by the time this episode gets released, you'll see the new content. Uh, it's MCU related, um, and you'll see that.
0: Yeah. And uh, one of our social medias has always been there since the very beginning. Not that it's our favorite, but... Maybe it is. Uh, Instagram, (laughs) at Weekly Reel. And you get all the updates for the podcast on Instagram. That includes when episodes are about to come out, what's the next episode going to be. And then you actually get to see our faces once in a while. You get recasts and different Instagram Reels on Instagram.
1: Yeah, and actually today I released uh, our updated uh mcu rankings our full rankings uh of af- uh, i guess right after the release of guardians of the galaxy volume three so go check those out tell us which ranking you agree with more jeremy's or mine because uh, we have we have to <laughs> rank all 32 mcu releases and i Ooh, like how
0: you commented hot. saying you know you're trying to Avoid your re- recency bias. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've I've been in trouble with that the last few releases prior to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So yeah, um, you're your Eternals are more... showing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oop, because every time I rejuggle, all those new releases just keep dropping every time. <laughs> I was like, dang, what what was I thinking? Yeah,
0: I try to be pretty conservative nowadays. <laughs>
1: yeah, same. Same, but we'll see where Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 eventually lands, uh, where it settles in. But yeah, check out episode 99. It's out now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Shameless plug.
0: Yep. But today we're actually going to be talking about one of our for sure top tier movies of all time, and that's going to be Dumb and Dumber 1994. And if you haven't seen the movie, this is your spoiler warning. I don't know. It's like if you haven't seen this movie, I mean, right now it's not streaming anywhere, unfortunately. I mean, I rented off YouTube. Can you have Apple TV?
1: Um, I actually bought it finally. Oh, I don't know why it took me so long, but I just ended up. I was like, you know what? Let me just buy it. How much was it? It was kind of expensive, but uh, I just wanted the um, I wanted the cash back. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, digital. But if you guys forgot what Dumb and Dumber is about, it's about two lovable idiots that go on a road trip to return a briefcase while unknowingly dodging death at every turn as they go to the beautiful and warm place of Aspen. California. <laughs> California. Beautiful. <laughs> and one recent addition that we've had to the podcast, I guess fairly recent within the last couple of seasons is the double feature and the double feature is where me and ken come up with a couple questions offline and then we're going to ask it to each other and we don't know what we're going to ask each other so that makes it a little bit more fun and a little bit more challenging in terms of answering the question i'll go first ken and ask you my double feature question okay if the roles were reversed in the story, <laughs> like Harry is the limo driver, he falls in love with Mary Samsonite, <laughs> and Lloyd is the guy with the the shaggy wagon, shaggin wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think the story would have differed <laughs> from the original?
1: Wait, so do they still have their same personalities, but are and they're just swapping, um, I guess, employment?
0: Yes. So basically, they still have their same personalities, same level of dumbness.
1: Good question. (laughs)
0: Like, because we all know Lloyd is dumber.
1: (laughs) Um, So basically, Harry then drops off Mary at the airport,
0: and he's the one that falls in love with her. So that's like the main plot point i'm changing
1: okay man that's a really good question <laughs> Woo! we could really dive deep into this one um initial thoughts and i'm gonna draw from the actual movie now i don't know uh I- i've noticed it before but it was super highlighted this latest rewatch but m- remember when harry Drops back, uh, drops Mary back off at her house or whatever mm. after hanging out and going skiing and stuff, having basically frolicking in the snow. And they come back and he's hella, fl- like being a, like a lovable guy. And, mm-hmm. and she's like totally digging. And I was like, wow, I was like, man, I don't know. She Is she falling for Harry? Cause that 745, I mean, quarter to eight line. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot man, Harry's kind of lovable. And so I don't know if this is going to be classified as kind of dark or whatever, uh, but I feel like if the roles were reversed and Harry was the one that dropped uh, Mary off and fell in love with her, I feel like Mary would have like said, you know what? I don't care about my husband. Let's just run away. <laughs> <I'll> run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I feel like they would have just had some sort of affair or some shit. Because I, I, I feel like, in a weird way, Harry and Mary are, I I feel like they, they're they almost like kindred souls a little bit. I feel like even though he was kind of being dumb, especially at the owl owl conservation Mm -hmm. like event or whatever he said some stupid ass shit and he (laughs) but she still got him to like i don't know uh, he still got her to laugh or whatever and then even her mom was like trying to fix them up just so that you know she can get her mind off of you know her husband being kidnapped and shit but uh dude (laughs) i feel like they would run away together (laughs)
0: Oh, man. Curveball. <laughs> <laughs> that is a curveball. Just leaves freaking Lloyd by, yeah. all by himself.
1: Yeah, and leaves Bobby. Straight up just leaves him to be kidnapped. They would uh, They would just live on IOUs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're just as good as money. That's a good one.
0: Um, I'm going to go a little bit different. I have two possible outcomes,
1: I'm Ooh, thinking. Okay.
0: I think because... Remember, I mentioned that Lloyd accidentally doubles like a sixth of the way back. Not, you know what I mean? Like, he (laughs) basically drives. He goes back,
1: yeah. Right. In the wrong direction. In, In the
0: wrong direction. But I feel like in this timeline, I feel like because Harry would be so excited, more motivated, I feel like they would actually, you know, get or make good time to Aspen, but in doing so, the FBI (laughs) would actually, like, come and arrest them or see what's going on, and we would actually get, like, maybe this pseudo kind of conspiracy spy thriller movie with uh, Harry and Lloyd, like, as a jumping off point, like, 30 minutes in to the movie kind of turns into... um, unbearable weight of massive (laughs) terror.
1: yes (laughs) Um,
0: I love it either that or I'm just gonna change like I don't know how much you can change but at the very end I think that Harry well (laughs) I was gonna say Harry this gets a little dark that Harry actually shoots uh, Bobby
1: (laughs) at the (laughs) end (laughs) (laughs) so that dream sequence actually takes place so that but it's harry but harry shooting yeah Uh, bobby instead oh shoot but i feel like like a that would be so it's a a legit love triangle
0: yeah yeah for sure but i feel like now that i'm saying it out loud he probably would miss (laughs) (laughs) you're right there so, I think the first outcome is probably
1: more likely. I you know what? I would love it if that turned into a random spy thriller because I'm like when you mentioned uh the unbearable weight of massive talent, by the way, go first of all rent it, watch it, own it and then listen to our podcast episode on it. I think that was one of our one of my favorite episodes anyway. Um do you remember that one part where Nicholas F and Cage like um accidentally was it uh touches that numbing agent thing and <laughs> he's having to do some spy thriller stuff? Um I can see scenes like that, but throughout the whole Act Two and Act Three part <laughs> of of this I guess multiverse of uh, of the Dumb and Dumber universe.
0: Yeah, because basically what would happen is the FBI captures them, but they realize that oh, it's like oh, they actually had this deal. So it's like we're gonna actually use you two guys to mm-hmm. get Bobby back, and then they get into hijinks just like Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal.
1: I would dig that story because then we would see more of that. uh both the um female uh, and the male agent but especially the female agent. I felt like she was a little underutilized. I feel like she had a lot of charisma for such a like a kind of an extended cameo. You got to see her mm-hmm. the the uh, gas station in that one scene and then the very end uh at, in the lobby when when she runs into to Harry again. So more scenes with her would would be really good because I think she's I don't know she's she seemed very likable.
0: Yeah, and you, you basically really know
1: what she was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You basically just
0: get the other half
1: of the story in that version. Mhm. Oh man, I would pay to see that. We should pitch the idea to the Farley brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well for my half of the double feature and uh you know when I was trying to think of my question I was like, man, I I do want to pay homage to episode 1 where we basically debated who was dumber, Harry or Lloyd. Mm -hmm. And so for my half of the double feature, I wanted to ask you, who was a shittier friend, Harry or Lloyd? (laughs) Oh, man. Shoot. I would go with Lloyd (laughs) again.
0: Really? (laughs) Yeah, just because at the same... Oh, crap, that's hard. I felt like he couldn't be happy... For Harry, even though it seemed like because, like you said, Harry was a little bit more. She, Mary liked Harry more clearly, so like Lloyd couldn't handle that at all. And I think just for him to do the whole like laxative stuff, <laughs> um, and then like Lloyd basically tells uh Nicholas to shoot Harry at the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> he basically does. <laughs> it's like, damn. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Just not in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think oh, Lloyd, shoot. though.
1: Really? Oh, man. Well, I could see Lloyd because, again, they alluded to it. And I don't know. I haven't seen the pre- – I refuse to watch the prequel. Mm-hmm. I refuse to watch the sequel. So I don't know if they actually did Um, kind of – dive into that storyline with Freight of Filcher. You could tell me offline. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of like it. not knowing. <laughs> uh, but, um, I mean, obviously they alluded to Mr. French Tickler Lloyd kind of uh stealing Freight of Filcher out from under <laughs> Harry. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I could see that. But if we're just strictly talking about Dumb and Dumber within the hour and 40-something minutes or whatever of the runtime is, dude, I get it. Harry, it wasn't his intention that uh, freaking Mary and h- him were kind of vibing. Honestly, if I was put in that position, I probably would be doing something similar to, to <laughs> Harry, where I was like, oh, man, there's this gorgeous girl that really likes me. And I'm just like, I don't know, some klutz, some, I don't know, some clumsy dude or or whatever. But I don't know. I felt like he already knew that Lloyd liked her. He's gotta do the, the honorable thing and and be the wingman. Mm-hmm. And, which was what he was originally gonna do. And then because he just ended up being so lovable and and whatnot, they had that natural chemistry. He ended up just stealing his girl. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh dude that just rewatching some of those scenes not only in the owl owl conservation event and then the uh in the snow, I just thought that their chemistry was so much more natural than, um, than with Lloyd and Mary, but still that makes him a shitty ass friend.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like Lloyd did like, he made the decision to go to Aspen for her yep. and mm-hmm. Harry did know that. So I, I agree with you to a certain extent.
1: Plus he lied. Oh yeah. He, he basically was like, Oh wait, Maybe she meant ten o'clock at night. Oh, damn! (laughs) (laughs) I
0: thought
1: thought she was just a raging
0: alcoholic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: he hella, he hella doubled down on it, and I don't know. He could have came clean right then and there, and he didn't. And obviously, the friendship almost blew up, or whatever. Literally, almost blew up with uh, Nicholas shooting shooting harry i was like you bastard <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shoot man that's a good one though man honestly they were both kind of crappy friends to each other they were so they were it's fine at the same time the lloyd did steal his girl like like you said Freda of Felcher or whatever the french tickler yeah <laughs>
1: So I, don't just, wa- I don't even want. I don't even want to know what that means. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Seriously,
1: oh, dude,
0: those dream sequences by Lloyd are much longer than I remembered.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think those dream sequences get made in 2023. To be honest, some of them are like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think they age very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we covered uh, what did not age well
0: in episode one, so mm-hmm. we're actually going to go over some new stuff a little bit later on mm-hmm. but before we get into the weekly reel awards i actually want to throw out our audience question and involve you our audience if this is our 100th episode and we're talking about or talking about again dumb and dumber uh is there another movie that you would like us to talk about in the next weekly reloaded episode for a future milestone episode. So whenever that might be, you know, we don't know if that's going to be 150 200, who knows? Uh, but let us know in the, in the comments or wherever that <laughs> place is, or, um, you can actually email us at, uh, weekly real pod at gmail.com. Wait,
1: what wait, happened? did you actually get it right? Did I? Holy, holy, wait, wait, what did you say?
0: Uh, The, well, not the, pod at gmail.com. Oh my God, it finally happened. I think you actually got it right. No way. Uh, No
1: way. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, just when you couldn't be any dumber, you do something like this and totally redeem yourself.
0: (laughs) There you go, guys. That's our email. Go answer that question. And before we talk wow. about the Weekly real Awards, let's take a quick break.
1: Alright, welcome back from the break, and for the first time, for Dumb and Dumber, only because... Well, we introduce our Weekly real Awards in, technically in Episode 3 with our Chef episode. So really, for the first time ever here in Episode 100, we're doing a Weekly real Awards and handing them out for Dumb and Dumber. And so, Jeremy, for the first award of the evening, we're giving out the Yinson Award. And you have your choice. So it could be the Yinson Award for Underrated Character or Underrated Scene. So which one are you giving out?
0: Okay, so this is kind of somewhat in the beginning of the movie, when they stole the briefcase, mental and uh, the lady henchman. What is what's her name?
1: Um, the uh, Jade. Jade.
0: Okay, so they basically um, mental just killed Petey, <laughs> right? And then, yeah. but they Lloyd and Harry escaped through the back or whatever. And they're just going around town. So it's nighttime, and they were apparently they were out looking for jobs. <laughs> so my, that's basically my underrated scene, which is kind of tied to the quote. Where it's like, man, can't find a job in this town. <laughs> it's like, yeah, who wants to work forty hours a week? <laughs> I'm like, these guys are hella dumb.
1: <laughs> that was actually one of the random uh, quotes that I wanted to just put in my notes. <laughs> That was so good.
0: Because it's one of those that it doesn't... It's one of those more low-key scenes, low-key quotes, because it's in between of, like, what's going to happen next before they meet Mental, before Lloyd gets his stuff stolen by an old lady.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it coming!
0: (laughs) He's, like, on the floor. (laughs)
1: Dude, no that that one's a good one uh plus in that scene too like when they're talking in their apartment we kind of i think we talked about it in episode one where we got to see uh jim carrey's dramatic side or whatever mm-hmm. and then it obviously um culminates in a very dramatic crying scene yeah <laughs> it's like okay that's enough
0: <laughs> yeah i forgot about the okay that's enough
1: part <laughs> That was too good. Um, I'm actually given that underrated scene as well for my Yinsen award. And actually, um, this happens early on as well. And when you were actually setting up yours, I was like, wait, do we have the same one? I could have <laughs> swore this was going to be one of a kind. Luckily, it was different. So, in the scene, it's the scene where uh, after Lloyd drops off Mary at the airport and Eventually he sees that she forgets her briefcase and mm-hmm. he's, you know, he runs after the crash or whatever, the limo, he leaves the scene of the crash, scoops up the, uh, the, um, the briefcase. And during that scene, remember, he's like running, right? He's trying to catch up to Mary. And if you're not really paying attention, you might miss this understated dialogue from Lloyd, where he's basically saying, Eenie, meeny." Miney Mo. And obviously the scene pays off because you know that he gets to the gate, airline yeah. works is like sir you can't go in there. And, and then Lloyd flashes his uh badge, he's like, It's okay. I'm a limo driver, and then he falls off the jetway. Yeah. Again. Yeah, again. <laughs> but the reason why that scene is so underrated is because it plants the seed for a later payoff. Of basically Lloyd not being able to read uh, the basically all the gates and stuff where everything is because then later on in the uh, in the movie he's like what they're in that presidential suite and mm-hmm. he comes across uh, that <laughs> <laughs> that newspaper. newspaper clipping he's like Mary Swanson Swanson Will Host. Uh, 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 annual, <laughs> Annual. He's like post annual. And then Lloyd's like uh, uh, an, 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 annual, annual meeting of te, 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 te. So I don't know. Like just re watching this movie. Obviously, now we're a little bit more comfortable dissecting movies, mm-hmm. like basically kind of con- making connections and stuff. I was like, dude, I never made this connection before.
0: You know, I feel like you. <laughs> I feel like you said that in episode one. I didn't. Dude. I really didn't. I really? didn't make
1: the connection between the two scenes okay. of not reading. I think I may have talked yeah. about it, but yeah. I didn't like make the connection of the not being able to read. Dang. Okay. Because I remember the the whole- The eeny, I'm, meeny, miny, moe, though. I didn't really pay attention. I, I remember the always,
0: limo driver part.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The limo driver part, because that's yes. the more obvious- part of that scene. It was really just focusing on the "ini meeny miny mo part of that particular scene. Oh, That's right. the one I really wanted to highlight in for this award. That's a good one though,
0: because the whole tehe, I, I yeah. still use that in my day to day.
1: Yeah, I think I used it for one of our TikTok videos or or Instagram videos from last season. I forget (laughs) which one, but yeah, uh, that one was good. Anyway, let's move on to the next um, award. And uh, dude, it's only natural. Even though we did this in our first episode where we basically were talking about favorite quote or like, uh, I think we even... Man, our format was so different before. We were even talking about underrated quote. Mm-hmm. But we are handing out the Why is Gamora Award for favorite quote. I was telling Jeremy offline that, dude, I got 11 quotes that we didn't even really use in episode one. That just shows you how many quotables <laughs> this movie has. So, Jeremy, what's your winner for the Why is Gamora Award? Okay. So, I was almost going to choose one, but
0: I put it in my favorite. Oh, I'm gonna put. I'm going to mention it later. So... Yeah. But there's one that I still use almost like all the time. But it's one of the most low-key quotes in the movie. And I think I mentioned it in episode one. I I, got to remember. But it's when Lloyd and Harry are about to switch off driving. You know, before Lloyd drives back. (laughs) (laughs) And he comes out of the the convenience store. (laughs) And then there's just these two guys drinking Big Gulps. And he's like, hey guys, big gulps, huh? All right, see you later. It's like, what? I don't know. I still don't know. Like, after how many times of watching this movie and watching that scene, one, I could never get it right, exactly right, in terms of how he says it.
1: It's but, the, he says it like, it's like, big gulps, huh? All right. We'll see you later. <laughs>
0: it's like because they don't say anything and they barely nod. <laughs> so
1: awkward. And yeah,
0: I was like, is this Lloyd trying to be cool?
1: I think so. I think he's
0: so. Yeah. I think so. But, but I think that's. Pretty- <laughs> I think that's what makes it so funny. is was how ambiguous it is. It's like, why did he mention the Big Ups? Why didn't the guy say anything? And then the, the pause in between the big gulps and the all right is, like, longer than I remembered. <laughs> yeah. He just stood there for a second.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. And the freaking Harry's just passed out in the passenger seat after he drives, like, how many states? I forget how many states. Yeah.
0: But. <laughs> and, and I love how it sets up, uh, you know, the next scene where he's like... Um, some people just aren't.
1: <laughs> Cause some people just aren't cut out for the road. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for life on the road. It was life on for the life road. On, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. Oh my god. Well, I'm in a way. I'm kind of glad that you chose a quicker one. I mean, I have a bunch of quicker one, uh, quick hitters as well. But my favorite is actually a pretty long scene, mm, and it's okay. from the owl. Um, conservation scene. And I think you already kind of know it's I, I, low-hanging fruit. I think you mentioned this as your favorite scene last time, but I don't think we talked specifically about some of the quotes within that scene. First of all, it's Harry trying to literally uh, put up the vibe for Lloyd with, with Mary, but <laughs> he starts it off with, nice set of Hooters you got there. <laughs> and then Mary's it, like, I beg your pardon? And then Harry's like, the owls—they're beautiful—and she's like, oh, <laughs> I feel like that's what's what basically caught her attention. And I was like, dude, I feel like they're they're kindred spirits. She's like, oh, I thought that was really funny. But then you know the concert, uh, the conversation transitions from birds to dogs, and then so Mary's like, oh, are you involved with them? And Harry's like, oh, I've trained them, bathed them, clipped them i've even i've even bred them <laughs> and she's all like oh really any unusual breeding and harry's like no mostly just doggy style <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. oh my god it's so funny um uh, but man i if someone who is underage just watch that wouldn't that joke would have definitely gone yeah. over there but anyway he continues like oh one time we succes- successfully made it a, a bulldog with a shih tzu and then he's like really well that's weird and harry's like yeah we called it a bullshit and the fact that he's just cracking up yeah. at his own joke that's what makes it even funnier and he laughs
0: for an extended amount of time <laughs> it's like, ah. and then he takes a breath
1: and, and then, then <laughs> he goes and he's like fanning himself too yeah <laughs> freaking Harry, uh, Harry's such a—I don't know—he's—I think he's a ladies' man secretly, man. Yeah, because Ooh. I think she started to kind of laugh a little bit. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the mom from afar was observing them vibing, and that's why it's like, oh, you know, why don't you go out skiing the next day? Ah, oh, man, Harry's such a ladies' man. She's got a weird mom, man. Yeah, she does. You know. You could tell like she's, well, I think, you know what? Now that I think about it, I think I just may have realized, I think she was Phoebe's mom in Friends. Oh. I think. I, I'd have to fact check that. So don't really call me out on that, whoever's listening on that. It. Maybe it's in the but, Friends universe. Yeah, we got <laughs> to check out the IMDb. Um, just real quick, do you have any just random other quick hitter um quotes that you wrote down? Oh, man. I mean just early
0: on, it's like the worms one was a good one. Also the um when Lloyd is driving Mary at the beginning and he like turns his back <laughs> to the road. It's like that quote where he's like, Man, it's like there's some dangerous What what is he saying?
1: It's no. like you're you're more statistically uh would you get killed on the way to the airport or whatever? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then after the crash, it's like there's some really bad drives out. you can't, you can never be too, uh, too safe or whatever. Yeah, as a kid's Harry, you should not Harry, Lloyd, you should keep your eye on the road. And there's like the
0: explosion in the background.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. but even before that, I actually have a, a quote from before that during that same scene. But he he goes, trying to break the ice, he's like, Why are you going to the airport? <laughs> Flying somewhere. <laughs> she goes, how'd you guess? And Lloyd's like, I saw your luggage. Then when I noticed the airline ticket, I put two and two
0: together. (laughs) He's driving to the airport. (laughs) Man. She's lucky Uh, she even got there. Oh, my God. That's
1: too good. (laughs) Um, I got another random quick one. Um, Let's see. Oh, it's the one... Oh, it's Jude, <laughs> him leaving the bar, all disappointed. He gets stood up, mm-hmm. but obviously she never even knew. It's the no way.
0: <laughs> That's oh, <yeah>. great.
1: <laughs> We've landed on a moon.
0: <laughs> Another one like that, kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the beginning, also Lloyd, um, <laughs> when Petey died, it's like we got no, we don't got, we don't have. Wait don't have jobs, or we don't have money. Our pets are falling off. Our pets pants are, <laughs> are <laughs> no, falling our our off. <laughs> Just the way he delivers that. Oh, That's
1: shoot. A it's one. total Jim Carrey right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. That is too good. Well, anyway, um, let's go on to our next award. I mean, it's only fitting that for a movie like Dumb and Dumber, a all-time uh, comedy, we give out the Get Help Award for favorite comedic scene Jeremy which scene are you giving it to
0: okay because last time I chose the owl conservation mm-hmm. as my favorite scene this time re-watching it I, I don't know I was appreciating more of the understated <laughs> scenes right Same. but all of them are like all of them are so good so it's my favorite is when Sea bass finds Lloyd at the gas station (laughs) because there's that whole setup before the foreshadowing of Lloyd, and it's like you know they actually the killer actually finds him uh, a half mile up the road, (laughs) (laughs) and he
1: starts speeding up.
0: Yeah, it's like and slit his throat. (laughs) Jesus. And uh, but so when later on when they they're at the gas station, you know um, Harry is putting gas in
1: the in the van, talks to the undercover uh agent. By the way, just random aside, dude, he was I feel like she was totally into Harry also.
0: Yeah, until he <laughs> set himself on fire. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's like, just give me the damn number, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> forget gonna be pushy about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite probably is the facial expressions <laughs> because, you know, um Frickin' Lloyd is doing this helicopter pee thing <laughs> in the toilet <laughs> bed. <laughs> and then how specific <laughs> the the writing is on the uh, side door or whatever, the wall, where it says March 25th for manly love at 2.15 a.m.
1: <laughs> and, then- <laughs> and then his watch actually had it digitally written down. Yeah, March 25th, 2.15 p.m.
0: And then it's like two fourteen, and then you can hear someone come in. And for the fact, like he was so scared, but I didn't realize how happy Sea was once he kicked the door down. Because I always like paid attention to the Lloyd reaction part after, but I actually didn't pay attention too much to Seabass. Bass. So when Sea saw him, he he had this. <laughs> It's kind of dark if you think about it. It's very dark. It's like he was—he was really happy. It was Lloyd.
1: <laughs> he really wanted to make him his bitch. <laughs> I know,
0: man, and, and I don't know. I still laugh every time when Lloyd's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> so it gets dark from there, and luckily, obviously. Uh, Harry saves him
1: <laughs> with his uh, with his foot on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he splashed a lot of pee like everywhere. Oh jeez. Oh yeah,
0: you can see the wet marks on Lloyd's jacket too. Yeah,
1: dude. I feel like this time around with our reloaded episode, our weekly reloaded episode, I think we're both uh, kind of thinking along the same lines where we're thinking of more understated scenes because my winner for the get help award is actually that one very quiet scene. Um, This is before they discover... Well, it's basically the briefcase scene Mm. when they're out in Aspen (laughs) or whatever, and it's cold at night. And so Harry's like... I can't can't feel my fingers anymore, Lloyd. They're numb. (laughs) And then Lloyd's looking at freaking Harry's uh, hand. He's like, maybe you should wear these extra gloves. My hands are starting to get sweaty. (laughs) And then Harry's like, extra gloves? You've had these pair of extra gloves this whole time? And then the way Lloyd delivers this next line is so funny. He's like... Yeah, we're in the Rockies. (laughs) Freaking Harry's like, I'm gonna kill you. It's like, what? I'm gonna kill you. He starts choking him. Yeah, he starts choking him. And he's like, (laughs) Harry, your hands are freezing. (laughs) Oh, my God. This was actually another scene that I was thinking about putting as underrated because... You know, this is actually the scene where we find out there's money in the briefcase, yeah. but it was also funny to me. So, oh, my God, this scene was so good.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because it sets up the whole IOU stuff, too. <laughs> when they, when they crack it open, it's like,
1: oh, crap. Yeah. By the way, I mean, we we're talking about like the, the IOUs and all the money. Dude, I feel like Lloyd got the <laughs> short end of the stick. I feel like harry got to drive the lamborghini yeah. or whatever and and freaking lloyd just still got stuck driving that moped
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know huh it's like they could just only afford the one car
1: right uh i almost put the uh turbo waxing just because it's the more obvious choice we ha- we didn't really talk about it in the first episode but man uh I don't know. For me, diarrhea is always funny. Like especially back in the day, <laughs> and the fact that the diarrhea scene ends with a little squeak at the end. Obviously, that should never happen, but it's just a nice little random Farrelly Brothers touch. And then the reveal that the toilet's broken. <laughs> it was so good.
0: And I don't know, just the the opaque cut cutaway to to Lloyd maniacally <laughs> laughing. With the evil laugh.
1: <laughs> On the on the moped again. Yeah, yeah. I'm- <laughs> oh shoot, he definitely got his revenge though. <laughs> he did. Oh, dude, so good. Well, anyway, Jeremy. I mean, we talked about it in episode one, but this is the <laughs> this is the segment that I mean. What we've had ninety nine episodes, mm-hmm. ninety nine rounds of guess the Rotten Tomatoes.
0: That oh my in. goodness.
1: But you know what for episode 100, just because we've already guessed the rotten tomatoes score in episode 1, I thought we'd have a little twist to this one. So mm-hmm. for this segment, I don't know if we'll ever rerun this, maybe on the next weekly reloaded episode, who knows. But Jeremy, let's play a round of guess the guess the rotten tomato score <laughs> where, you know, Jeremy and I are competing against each other. To see, because I don't remember <laughs> at all what my original guess was mm-hmm. for episode one, and Jeremy doesn't either. So we're going to try to guess what our original guesses were. All I do remember is that, I think, Jeremy, you won that um, first episode, right? I think so. And when
0: we when we re-listened to our first episode, we purposefully skipped
1: over yes. that, that segment. That, when we that segment. listened yep. to it. Right, exactly. But, you know... We've done this the last couple of seasons. We actually have a guest competitor, Joe Ash. I mean, he did win last week during our Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 episode. So he will be not guessing what we try to guess, but he will actually be guessing the actual Dumb and Dumber Rotten Tomato score. I don't even remember what it was. So um, Joe Ash did email us, right,
0: Uh, Jeremy? I think so. At weeklyrealpod at gmail.com.
1: Oh, (laughs) Dang. Okay. Took you a hundred episodes, but dude, you got it down like like it's nothing now. All right. Yeah. Joe Ash guessed
0: seventy percent. Okay. Perfect.
1: Seven zero. Seven zero. All right. Um. Jeremy, what is your guess of the original episode one guess?
0: Okay. I guessed. Wait. I'm guessing that
1: I guessed fifty three percent. Fifty three percent. Okay. Yeah. Uh for me, okay. The one thing I do remember is I didn't really know how the uh Rotten Tomatoes really worked. I didn't know what was a fresh score, I don't think, by episode one. <laughs> so I think I overshot it. So I'm guessing that I guessed for episode one 76%. Oh. I think I was just way off or whatever. So <laughs> uh for Joe Ash's guess, let me go and look up what the extra I'm um, sorry, the actual um score was for Dumb and Dumber 1994. Uh, Let's see. All right. Here we go. All right. So with 53 reviews, and Josh's guess was 70, right? You said 7-0? Yeah, 7-0. Oh, my goodness. He got really close again. Dude, he could be just literally carrying the guess on his back because the Rotten tomato score for Dumb and Dumber 1994 is 68 percent with 53 reviews oh my goodness this might be a three horse race again <laughs> all right so uh we thought we'd do something a little fun because we haven't listened to that segment i have my phone here i have spotify not sponsored by spotify and we'll i figured we'd listen to what our guesses were so i got it queued up here let's go ahead and listen all right. So uh, we have reached the part in the episode. We're uh, almost um, at the end of our episode, but we're going to make this a weekly thing. And so we've reached a segment where we guess the Rotten Tomato score. And so guesses were done before the recording of this episode. So I have mine. Jeremy has his. And so um, we'll see who gets closest to the actual rotten tomato score and i actually haven't even looked that up yet and so uh, as soon as we put the scores on record i'll go ahead and look that up live on this episode and we'll see who's closest and so jeremy out of it uh, rotten tomatoes is a sc- uh, what one uh, one out of one hundred hundred one to a hundred yeah 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 one out of a hundred <laughs> one, out <of> 100
0: <laughs> one 100. if i had it's, to guess though if i had to guess uh 60 percent (laughs) crap oh my goodness
1: are you are you kidding me 60 percent huh yeah 60 percent that's so close to my score that's so crazy (laughs) uh i think i thought the score was a 62 really Hmm. yeah yeah so let's go ahead and look it up so i'm on rotten tomatoes let's search for dumb and dumber even though I would rate it higher, personally, for sure. Wait, did I actually win? Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll <laughs> wait, wait, hey, hey,
0: <laughs> You guessed? Well, <laughs> right, let's we'll see. do the math. After. Hang on.
1: I'm in dumber. Bum,
0: bum, bum. Ah! Drum, okay, roll. drum roll, please. We don't have the soundtrack yet. To...
1: <laughs> we I'll probably go. add it in post, but you'll be <laughs> hearing it now. Drum roll, please. Oh yes. And the uh, Rotten Tomato score for the very first Dumb and Dumber that came out in 1994 is 67 percent. Oh, it went up so close! And so, I win this. Oh, you won! Oh, I did win this. What we're going to be doing is at the end (laughs) of every episode,
0: we are okay. So, if we do the math (laughs) for our guesses.
1: Oh my goodness. I guessed 62 and you guessed 60, right?
0: Yeah. So I guessed... You got closer, my, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because I guessed that I guessed Dang. 53. So my margin was seven. Seven. And your
1: margin was what? 14. 14. Yeah. I thought I, <laughs> I could have sworn I <laughs> overshot that thing. Uh, oh man. So the, um, the winner this week is Joe Ash. Oh yeah. Because he did get closer he was only off by two so he gets the full three points for the guests and the guests are officially back in they They now have seven Jeremy gets the single point he's now up to 12 and I got zero and so we're now tied so the updated score is Jeremy and I tied at 12 the guests on a hot streak now they're at seven they're back in it wow I didn't even know that I won (laughs) I know. Damn. I could have sworn I lost because I know I got wrecked in season one.
0: <laughs> I didn't know I guessed that high. I didn't know I guessed the
1: fresh score. Oh, shoot. Okay. Interesting. I guess. I'm just. I'm kind of shooketh right now. Anyway, <laughs> Jeremy, let's give out our final award of this weekly reloaded episode, the I Love You 3000 Award, where we rate Dumb and Dumber. Uh, rating between 1 to 3,000. Well, because this is the first time we're actually doing this, we should probably listen to it offline. But I do remember for episode one, we actually originally rated Dumb and Dumber on a scale of one out of a million because <laughs> I figured it was uh, it was fitting. I'd be like, oh, that'd be so funny. We just rated it one out of a million. Anyway, Jeremy, what would you rate Dumb and Dumber on the I Love You 3,000 scale?
0: All right. Out of I Love You 3000, I am giving it my first. No way. 3000. No! 3000. <laughs> Just because, dude, when I was re watching this movie, the pacing is perfect. <laughs> Every single line is quotable. I think my nitpick for the longest time was that, oh, yeah, the. the the pacing kind of slows down when you see like the whole FBI stuff or whatever. Now, when I rewatch those scenes, it makes it even funnier because they think that Lloyd and Harry are smart.
1: (laughs) Everyone thinks that they're smart. Even, even the, the bad guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's like these kind of the side stories are even funnier to me now. Now that like, I know basically all the nooks and crannies of this movie
1: I'm giving it a 3000 Wow. You heard it here first. Our second ever within the show. The first one was given out by uh, Nephew of the Pod, AJ, on our Top Gun Maverick episode. This is Jeremy's first one. Are we making it a clean sweep? No, we're not. No. <laughs> Dang <it. laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Again, this is on the... I, I'm grading this as hard as I can. But dude, I love I love you three thousand almost. I love you 2850, twenty eight fifty, which is ninety five percent. I've it's even higher than my highest rated movie this season. I have a really high highly rated movie mm-hmm. with John Wick Chapter Four, and I like it more than that. Even though I've watched this episode, uh, this movie like so many times, there are some little nitpicks here and there. I think that's I uh, I'm really reserving that. Yeah. <laughs> 3,000 for the ultimate perfect movie, and I still haven't seen it yet. Just okay. reserving it.
0: Yeah, I think... Yes. I don't know. To me, this is the perfect comedy movie for me.
1: So it's... Yeah, I know. For for you to have your first three... I love you 3,000 <laughs> score on a comedy of all genres. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, my mind's just blown, actually. <laughs> Dumb and dumber, man. Dumb and dumber. So good. That is... Uh, it's so rewatch. I'm so glad that I bought it now. I don't have to worry about it. Oh, it's not streaming anymore on, mm-hmm. on HBO Max any longer where it originally was. Dude, the Weekly Real podcast is outlasting HBO Max. That's, That's so crazy to me. That is crazy. Jeez. Anyway, Jeremy, we're not stopping at episode 100, are we? We are not. And uh,
0: speaking of dumb and dumber, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) Episode uh, 101, we're going to rejoin our family. (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) As someone's family, the Toretto family, is once again haunted by ghosts of their past as they use cars to escape whatever thing is happening to them now.
1: (laughs) Um, Gravity's not going to stop them. Nothing will stop (laughs) them.
0: Not even aliens, if they appear in this movie in Fast X. Honestly, probably, I don't know. Definitely not one of my top and most anticipated movies of the year, but one of my most anticipated episodes (laughs) of the season. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, um, I when we were doing our top five most anticipated movies of 2023, this was an honorable mention, jokingly, not for the quality of this movie, but for literally what turns out to what will turn out to be episode 101. I'm excited for next week's episode just because we can definitely dissect this movie from start to finish, and I feel like there's going to be a lot to talk about.
0: I hope so. I hope it's not just a middle of the road movie, because that's that would be the worst for a Fast and Furious
1: movie. I don't think there has been even the. I think, in my opinion, the worst one, Fate of the Furious. Mm-hmm. I felt like there's just so, <laughs> there's just so unbelievable stuff. Obviously, we we didn't have our podcast yet, and who knows? Maybe one of our future franchise re- rewatch, um, franchise franchise rewatch uh, episodes may. F- focus on the fast series, but maybe not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, shoot. But man. I-, I am definitely looking forward to next week. And by the time this episode does um get released, this movie will be out in theaters, right, Jeremy?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be out in theaters. Hopefully hopefully it's a good time. There's a lot of people in this movie. So I, I wonder who's <laughs> gonna make it at the end with the you know the family wow. barbecue.
1: I know Aquaman Peacemaker.
0: Aquaman again from Smallville. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's <laughs> true. Oh my God. You're right. Oh, shoot. Anyway, um, Jeremy, you know, this is now our 100th episode. Do you have anything to plug? I mean, not too much. Did I have an Instagram at the beginning? I don't
0: remember. I don't think it. Wait, no, I think I did. Maybe. What, did think, we even plug stuff back in the day? I don't even... Our format was so different before. <laughs> I think I made an Instagram because of the podcast, I think. Because I was doing movie reviews right. at the time. Uh-huh. And I think I made it You know, to coincide with both. So mm. my Instagram is
1: JP underscore Flicks. All right. Yes. And well, I've had my Instagram for much longer, it's been over a decade, I think. Yeah, it's been over a decade, and mine is at Free Ken A. The spelling will actually be in the episode notes for both of ours, so definitely follow us. And don't forget, at Weekly Real Instagram, at Weekly Real Pod on TikTok. So before we close out this momentous episode 100, Jeremy, do you have any final thoughts on Dumb and Dumber? I just feel like
0: Dumb and Dumber was probably the best choice that we could have picked
1: as our episode first one.
0: episode. Yeah. Because it's such an easy movie to talk about. Because uh, I'm i tempted to tell them what our unreleased episode was about. But that's a little bit more heavy.
1: Uh, do it. Just do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. We talked about uh, Iron Man. Iron Man 1. <laughs> and – who knows god only knows what how good that episode was (laughs) so um yeah i think dumb and dumber one i just noticed when we started talking about like the the quotes and the stuff that was happening in the movie it definitely like loosened whatever tension we had at least majority of it obviously just rust not rusty so green at the time So, but now, watching this movie and talking about it, it's just like, it's just, it's like something that we do every week.
1: (laughs) Right. I think for me, uh, just, you know, just because we've done this for now almost three years, I feel like my preparation time has definitely lessened so much. It's more free flowing. I feel like we're, you know, better at kind of reading and reacting uh, based off of, what's being talked about on a given time. It actually just helped me just like in general um, when when I'm out and about. It's so helpful. But I know what you mean in that it really did loosen us up in terms of, you know, just getting relaxed and settled in uh, for that first episode because, whew, Especially again, you, you talked about it in those first 10 minutes. Wow, wow, <laughs> wow. So cringy. I'm glad was... you did
0: that first 10 minutes, majority of
1: it, though, because I would have died
0: doing <laughs> what you did <laughs> oh, in my that God. first 10 minutes. I was like, spit it out,
1: Ken, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but. For me, just strictly talking about dumb and dumber, mm-hmm. I, I think I talked <laughs> talked about it earlier. I noticed a brand new thing on this latest rewatch. I was amazed that I caught something on my hundredth and forty-fifth watch a rewatch no or whatever. It's pretty pretty crazy. But everyone remembers that diner scene. And, you know, c- sea C-bass, you know, the whole hawking of the burr, and then, mm. you know, the the whole scam that they they put on Seabass bass and his uh, and his buddies you remember that trucker hat that uh sea bass wears i mean it's it's mm-hmm. more noticeable it basically just says wine him dine him 69 <laughs> shout out to joash <laughs> really <I laughs> and we should we should probably we should probably get, get him a a, a a trucker hat that says that but anyway i noticed it before i didn't notice his buddies <laughs> Trucker Uh-oh. hat. He had another, uh, b- a buddy with a with a trucker hat that basically said, This it says happiness is seeing your mother in law's picture on a mil- milk carton. <laughs> I was like, oh, Whoa, oh, that is so dark and wow, <laughs> that is so dated. Because for those of you who are maybe what in Gen Z or maybe like a really young millennial, uh, back in the day, Jeremy, you may not even know this. Back in the day, milk cartons had missing people. on Yeah, them. I,
0: I I remember.
1: <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they
0: still have like missing people, like on those newspaper things. Yeah, not newspaper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the junk mail stuff that kind of comes yeah, in your yeah, mailbox.
1: But yeah. yeah, like they don't put them in milk cartons anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I I just thought I'd just mention that. I thought That's it was pretty hella dark. Funny. Yeah, it's very dark. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wonder if they sell that hat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. give, give it to Ken,
0: guys. <laughs>
1: uh, no, i probably get the wine-em, dine 69 <laughs> of I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. what? Hey, Jeremy, you know, this is episode 100. Any final thoughts on just strictly reaching 100 episodes of our main show? Dude, like, this
0: is, yeah, it's 100 episodes, but when we include all the franchise stuff, We've, I don't even know how many movies we talked about, but just for it to be a hundred episodes, easily over a hundred (laughs) hours, there's some episodes that go super long, especially that Spider-Man No Way Home one. That was Mm. was insane. Yeah. That episode, the Mean Girls one, Anastasia. (laughs) Don't forget Wonder Woman. (laughs) Wonder Woman. Man, that was uh, pretty momentous too, because it's, you know... Just came out of having COVID for the first time. I think that was our first movie. Our uh, first new movie. Yeah. And I just remember having to delay the the podcast for the first time because I got COVID. And mm-hmm. then talking about Wonder Woman. And I watched it in the quarantine room that I was in. <laughs> and I was like, man, this movie is not what I wanted it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Oh but that episode <laughs> was so good.
1: Yeah, it was good. I think that was the height of our WWE references um for that movie just because of the Apex Predator. I mean, we got to mention it. So much yeah. so that uh, we ended up creating a uh season-ending show based off of <laughs> that episode. It's so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, John Cena is going to appear next episode,
1: so We'll be ready Will he appear though? Because I don't think he's ever been seen before. That's a good question. You just <laughs> a car that drives itself. <laughs> Self-driving. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, there's uh, been a lot to really be thankful for. I mean, obviously the audience, mm-hmm. uh, we want to thank everyone for the support over what, countless hours. We, I think we've probably have recorded at least 200, maybe even close to two 250 hours worth of content between our main show and the newsreel. You know, from, from time to time, we will still randomly do a newsreel episode, mm-hmm. um, especially for our, our KO Awards, at least for the foreseeable future. But yeah, just like you said, I think with especially with those episodes where we did three movies some with two, I think we've probably have talked about at least 125 to 130 movies. Yeah, that's pretty insane. And
0: like you can, I want to thank the audience for sticking with us. So obviously you don't have to listen to all of them. That's a lot of movies, but you know, we're here to talk about the movies that you guys want to talk about. And uh, they're definitely, I know we have some (laughs) fans out there. It's like, some, uh You know, one thing I did learn, though, over the course of, of this podcast, I've really, you know, at the beginning, I was very afraid of offending anybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to get canceled like uh, Andrea was afraid of in our Suzume episode? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I want to like every movie,
0: but now it's like when I don't like a movie, it's like... I think it's okay to be outspoken about it. So, yeah,
1: cause it's yeah. genuine.
0: Cause it's genuine. Like, yeah. and so when people come here and come onto the show or uh, they tell us on Instagram that they liked the movie that I didn't like, or they didn't like a movie that I liked, I think that's what makes it even more fun. Cause you get to see different perspectives. And I, I appreciate that about
1: uh, having this show. Yeah. I mean, uh, we mentioned earlier that we had posted our MCU rankings and your old roommate actually called you out on your
0: ranking (laughs) just today
1: on the comments section.
0: Yeah. So I I, I appreciate his feedback, but you know, I I won't change it because I was telling him like, dude, 12 is actually really high
1: on on the list. On yours. Yeah, I know exactly that. And, uh, Dude, some of our more memorable episodes have been where you dis- you or I have disagreed. Just, you know, I feel like those were the best episodes. And what makes it even better is like when we disagree with our guests. <laughs> just bully them here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, no, just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> like hope yes. come back. Oh man, but speaking of our guests, I mean, we did thank our audience, but we also want to take the time uh, both Jeremy and I, uh, to thank each one of our guests that have appeared during our first one hep- uh, 100 episodes. Right, Jeremy?
0: Yeah, because uh, one of our first guests that we ever had was Jacob, who f- was featured in our Nightcrawler episode. And actually, mm-hmm. his dad also was featured in our Godfather episode. Right. And that was my first time watching the Godfather. And Jacob, and dirty nope, dancing too. And dirty dancing, <laughs> yeah. Jacob's been on a bunch. Tenant was a, a really good one too, but mm-hmm. yeah, those. I'm I'm glad that we already have them on the show as well. Yep, the, and the
1: Jacobosaurus. <laughs> the, <laughs> yes, the dinosaur himself. Oh shoot! Yeah, like I mean, that's uh, a father son duo that has joined the pod. we have, we've actually had a boyfriend girlfriend duo, even. Up here on the same episode, uh, we've done a double-double feature, two-person, um, guest, uh, two-person guest pod where we've had four people and Francis and Andrea. Well, shout out to Andrea. I mean, she's actually still a part of the Weekly Real fam. Um, stay tuned for later this season, she's coming back again, but also subscribe to her Patreon. So, um, yeah, we we link it every episode in the episode notes so shout out to both francis and andrea
0: yeah and another i guess we kind of met a new friend here on the pod i guess that's what we our podcast brings people together mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly we, we we bring them to us <laughs> but uh, <laughs> michael another um guest that we've had here he was on our almost famous episode And everything,
1: Um, everywhere, all at once. Yeah,
0: because I don't think I would have watched that movie if he didn't comment on Instagram. So, that just shows you, if you want to be on the podcast, just comment on Instagram.
1: (laughs) Comment on Instagram. Hey, come up with a suggestion on a movie that you'd want to come on board with. And you know what? We're pretty easy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, huh, you like that movie? I haven't seen it. All right. So, I really enjoy talking to Michael as well, and especially all the insights he has because i know he has a couple of podcasts yep yep so he's got that
1: hey arnold one so definitely Mm -hmm. check him out there um also in addition to meeting new friends we sometimes just bring on our own friends (laughs) to the pod so want to thank both jackie who appeared on mean girls and bring it on um and then joe ash young he's appeared On multiple MCU movies, even Avatar, Dune, uh, Avatar, The Way of Water, Dune Part One, and even last week's episode on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So shout out to Friends of the Pod, Jackie, and Joe Ash.
0: Yeah, in addition to people that are like family, we also had family, family.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we Um, did.
0: Like uh, like our nephew AJ, who's uh, you might remember from our Top Gun Maverick episode and countless other like Marvel ones. We talked about Eternals, but AJ, another uh, recurring guest, was always glad to have him. And also our co- cousin Aldrin. We watched. I don't know. I haven't really seen a lot of Wes Anderson movies, but he is a fan of those. Yeah, he. We
1: watched The French Dispatch as well as uh, what was it? Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, Pulp way fiction. back in season one. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. I think yeah. that was
0: his first one. So, mm-hmm. and uh, also my brother. I think I mentioned the No Way Home episode. He loves Spider Man, and for Wonder him Woman to 1984 join 1984, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I don't know. That's so random. It's like he <laughs> wants to be on Wonder Woman 1984. It's like okay, but Spider Man definitely makes sense. <laughs>
1: uh yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm surprised we didn't get him on all the other spider-man rewatches i mean he's a busy guy um, yeah and yeah, back in sure. the day yeah back in the day he used to work at night so it was kind of tough with the scheduling and everything so yeah for sure but yeah thank you to each one of our guests who have appeared during our first 100 definitely welcome back um for episode 100 and, uh 101 and beyond however long we have this podcast for and well you know what we've already alluded to it earlier hey if you want to get on the podcast just comment on one of our socials and and we'll just strike up a dialogue and cuz we're definitely open to new guests even for those that we've never met before like a uh, michael um but yeah definitely check us out there so um to close out the episode I just want to remind everyone that last week's episode is online, obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's still out in theaters, doing really well. Um, our podcast episode is available on all the major pod, uh, podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify. And as Jeremy mentioned earlier, check out our next installment of Family next week on episode 101 as we get back right into the Fast franchise, as we talk about Fast x oh my goodness i'm looking forward to that episode so on behalf of jeremy as well as all of our guests my name is ken and we'll see you on the next 100 episodes on the reel.